Welcome to the Donsies podcast. This episode, we are talking about reading at Donsies. And Abby, Sophia, and Herb have been going around interviewing students in Donsies. I'm Lulu. I'm Isla. I'm Zanthi. I'm Lily. I'm Amelie. What book have you guys been reading? Together Walking Mad. And uh, how, what is it about? It's about racial prejudice. The main character is Scout. And would, would you, uh, do you like the book? Yeah, it's a really good book. Uh, yeah, I like it as well. It's really interesting. It's a really interesting book. What is your name? Uh, it's Miss Savile. And can you tell me about the book you are reading now? Um, I'm currently reading The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar and Six More, which is um, a collection of short stories by Roald Dahl. So I saw that The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar was out on Netflix and really wanted to watch it. But I'm a big believer that you should read the book first if you're watching something. So that is why I'm reading it at the moment. And... Um... What is the favourite part from the book? So, they're six completely separate stories. They don't have any links. One of them is based on real life. Um, Most of the others are are completely fictionalised. But there is one, and it's towards the end of the book, book, that is um, the story of why Roald Dahl actually got into writing and publishing his his stories. And actually, I'm really interested in in biographies and autobiographies, so actually that bit of the book is my favourite bit. And would you recommend it to the others? I would recommend it for fans of Roald Dahl, and a lot of people are, but um, it isn't a children's book at all, so it is very different to his other work, so I think you've got to be a real fan of his work. I also think that short stories aren't for everybody, because you... You can't really get into them, can you? It just so I would read a story, put the book down, and I wouldn't pick up the book for another week or so. Um, so no, it's not for everybody, but I do admire his work. I'm Ella, and I'm reading um, Death of a Salesman by Arthur Miller. Um, it's about a salesman who's very sad in his life and has two sons who... One is trying to please him and the other one isn't, (laughs) basically, kind of. Um, I haven't really got that far, (laughs) but um, it's also talking about, like, the American dream and the destructive nature of capitalism. Um, And, yeah. yeah. Um, Would you recommend to the others? Um, If you're looking for a happy book, then no. I mean, obviously, because I'm doing it for A-level, so you study it. Um, But if you want something that's quite, like, meaningful and sad, then sure, I would recommend it. My name's Roya, and I'm reading Blink. And the book's about um, talking without thinking. And it talks about conversations and, like, parents and... Uh, families with social issues and how they don't think uh, before saying something. Ooh. That's all. Um, what do you learn from this book? Um, how to um, communicate better. Like, uh, would you recommend to the others? Uh, sh- yes, yeah, sure. And 
What do you like, the favourite part from this book? I just started, so I, I can't really say I don't have any favourite part yet. Oh, thank you. Hello, Miss. Uh, what's your name? My name's Mrs Shaw. Uh, tell me about the book you've been reading, please. I'm currently reading a book called Checkpoint Charlie. It's by Ian McGregor. It's a non-fiction book, um, and it's about Berlin in the Cold War. Um, actually, I bought it at the um, Chalk Valley History Festival in the summer, and I haven't got round to starting it until quite recently. So it's kind of just, yeah, it's a history book, I suppose, and it's all about um, East Germany um, and the Berlin Wall. And it's a book that I've been to Checkpoint Charlie when I was younger, when it was still the Checkpoint, and, and the museum, it's a museum now. So I just wanted to hit, learn a bit of history about it. Have you been finding it interesting? Um, I'm finding it a little bit hard work, to be honest, um, which is why it's taken me so long to read it. Um, but I do find it really, really interesting. I think by the time I start reading it, it's late at night, and I kind of I've used up all my brain power. So that's why I think it's taking me so long. I think if I read it during the day, I'll get through a bit more of it. So maybe it'll be a, I'll finish it off at Christmas. But I'm, try, I'm trying to get through it. Yeah. Uh, who would you recommend it to? Do you know what? I'd recommend it to anyone that's got any interest in history. It would be quite useful for those that are doing GCSE, Cold War. Um, so it's quite a good book um, for you know, fourth and fifth year students um, and anyone that's got any interest in world politics and history, I think. A Murder Inside, and it's written by someone called Francis Brody. Would you recommend it? I would recommend it, yes. It's about a strong female character. She's a new prison officer, and she's going to create a new environment in the prison, and it's all about the challenges that she faces as she's doing that. Out of five, I would give it a four. What's your name? Daisy. Uh, what book are you reading? Um, House of Breath and Sky. Would you recommend it? Yeah. What's it about? Um, it's the second book in a series. Um, and it's just fantasy, really. So. Thank you. What are you reading? I finished a book called Don't Even Think About It, um, about the psychology of ignoring climate change. Would you recommend? I would, but it's quite, it was quite like a hard thing to get through. Like, it's quite hard to read. Why? Because it's quite depressing. <laughs> but also it's, like, it was quite academic and I feel like you've got to switch into a different brain mode to read academic stuff. What's your name? Harry. Um, what book are you reading? I'm reading a book called The Five Children on the Western Front. Would you recommend it? Absolutely. So far it's... Um, what it's about, really, is, like, that these kids find... Um, this creature called the Passmead and it grants wishes but over time it loses its magic so but that's all I've got that's all that's how far I've gotten so far so what's your name? Josh what are you reading? Percy Jackson do you recommend it? I would recommend it it's a very good action book and good discovery um, so I'm Alice and I'm reading Summer I Turn Pretty and I really like it and it's very interesting and I'm going to watch the TV series after I finish the book. I'm Charlie and I'm reading The Wolf Wilder which is very good. Um, uh, yeah. I'm reading a book called Escape from Shangri-La and I've really enjoyed it so far.
It's about a girl who um, finds her long-lost grandpa and they embark on a quest across to, get to somewhere like called Dunkirk to find one of her granddad's long-lost friends. Do you recommend it? I highly recommend it, yeah. Um, I'm Miss Wall and I teach English and I am obsessed with books so I think you've asked the right person, quite frankly. I believe in the power as well of reading aloud and having stories read to you and um, I love reading to people and I also I love being read to um, and I think the school's initiative for the book mentoring reading scheme is amazing and it's in its infancy at the moment but it's going to go from strength to strength and the uptake we've had um, from both uh, sixth form older students and the younger ones as well has been so promising so I'm really excited for what it's going to bring succession of books at the moment. I'm reading a Kate Atkinson and then I'm also reading quite a couple of non-fiction books but I'm also not afraid of starting a book and then putting it down because I think it's completely rubbish. So I really I really have got, there's so many books in the world that are so good and if you can't pursue it and you don't have the time to pursue it, there's so many other ones so move on. So what, what's your name? Uh, Mr Collins. Uh, what are you reading? Currently a book called Between the Tides. It about rock pools, actually. You, Life in rock pools. Do you recommend it? Yes, it's far more interesting than it sounds. Thank you to all the interviewees. We will now be listening to an interview with Mr. Brown, the head of the English department. In the interview, we will be hearing about the book mentoring and reading scheme, and also his favourite books and authors. Hello, sir. Hello. Uh, please, could you tell us about the school's reading initiative? Well, there's two things we've started this year. Um, one is that we've asked um, every pupil in the lower school, in forms one, two, and three, to have a book with them all the time. And in their English lessons, they read privately, independently, for 10 minutes at the start of every lesson. And we've actually said to other teachers that if they've got 10 minutes, it's quite a nice thing to do just to say, stop and read for a bit and the pupils pull out their reading books. We do say that teachers should read as well because we think it's really important that the, the little ones see us reading as well. And there's been once when I've done it and I was reading some poems on a worksheet and it looked like I was working and the little boy in my first form said, what book are you reading, Mr Brown? As if I was doing it a bit wrong, so I felt a bit guilty, and I've always read a book ever since. Yeah. Oh, and the other reading initiative, sorry, is um, we've got some wonderful volunteers from the lower sixth, and we've chosen some pupils from the first form and second form, and our volunteers from the lower sixth, we call them reading mentors, and the lower school pupils meet them once a week in the library and spend 10 minutes reading to them, which is really nice. We really like that. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, what prompted you to start the initiative? Um, a few things, really. Um, one, I think reading is really important for all sorts of reasons. Um, and I think that for lots of reasons, over the last 10 years or so, children read less than they should. And I think we often get questions, and I know myself as a parent, that children start to read a little bit less 
usually around the same time as I go to secondary school. This school's very busy, there's lots going on. You don't have a lot of time during the day to read books. And for years I've been saying, the message has always been, just try and keep a book by your bed. And we had the Dauncey's Dozen, which we set up a few years ago. Um, and we send books home during the holidays for people to read. All that has been working quite well. Yes. But what we want to do is just get more people reading a little bit every day and just to keep a, a sort of habit. Someone once said it's like keeping a flame going, just a little flame. And then perhaps when you leave school, you'll read more and that sort of thing. So we just like the idea that people will read a little bit more often. And over, about a year ago, I did some reading about this myself. I did some research and I found that some really interesting statistics, one of which was that actually your academic performance, how you do in exams, is better if you read independently. And that there's a stronger correlation, there's a stronger connection between reading independently and good exam results than there is anything else. So whether you've got parents with degrees or whether you've got wealthy parents or whether you've got married parents who aren't divorced or whether you've got um, you know, food on your table at night, reading independently makes more difference than anything else apparently. So we thought, I thought, well, we've got to do, we've got to do a bit more about it here. So we'll push it in those two ways. Yeah. So, um, except the reading affect the academic result, how does the reading positively affect us? That's a really good question. And I, again, I could probably talk for quite a long time about it. I'll try and just give you two or three things. The academic results is, is, is important, but that's not the most important thing to me. I think it's the imaginative world that reading opens up to you. If you're a child or an adult who reads a lot of fiction, you understand characters in ways that people who don't read don't understand. You never get to know what somebody's thinking just by talking to them, because we're always you know, not quite honest, are we? We don't, know, we don't quite give full answers to others. When you're reading a book, the author will just open up a character completely and tell us everything about what they're thinking, everything about what, what's motivating them, everything about um, what secrets they're keeping, everything about how they're relating to other people. And if you can understand that as a, as a young person, you can start to get an insight into that. It makes you a much more empathetic person, a much warmer person, I think. So there's that, that's really important. Vocabulary. Being able to deal with difficult words, that's really important from reading as well. If you're reading stuff that's difficult and you're used to reading stuff that's difficult, then things become less difficult to read as well. Um, it affects people's writing. You will write better because you'll have better, better models for sentences. You'll have better vocabulary for doing that. Um, it's also often a challenge um, we're big on adventure at this school, aren't we? And that often means going and climbing a mountain or paddling a canoe or, or doing something dangerous. But I think reading is a great adventure as well because you can go to all sorts of different places. You can, um, you can meet all sorts of different people. You can have all sorts of experiences with a book that you don't have to get up off your sofa to do it. You can just sit there and do it. Yeah. Uh, so... Other than that, what, what advice would you give to students to encourage them to like read regularly? Um, 
read regularly it is the advice <laughs> just do a, a tiny little bit every day yeah. is enough it doesn't don't feel it has to be storybooks because I know some people that, that feels feel that if you say, we say reading it's got to be novels it's got to be fiction but I think actually a lot of people most of their reading is non-fiction is um, magazines current affairs political articles reading about sport is fascinating I just finished a book about a, um, an album a, a, a record which I really enjoyed. I didn't understand all of it, but I really enjoyed it. It really helped me understand a little bit more about the music that I was listening to. So I think keep trying lots of different things. If you, if you find that novels aren't working for you, find something else to read. If you find that um, you don't want to read a newspaper's website every day, go and, go and get the week out of the library and read that instead. You know, there's all sorts of different ways in which you can get into reading. But the most important thing is to try it. even five or ten minutes every day makes a huge difference. Mm, sir, um, what is your favourite book? I don't think I know. I think I've probably got a few. I think there's a book called The Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad, which is a, a story about a man um, sailing up the Congo River in Africa in about 1890, um, when the, uh, the relationship, the colonial relationship between Europeans and Africans was pretty terrible. Uh, it's a very short book, but it's, it asks really big questions about being human, about that relationship, the colonial relationship, all sorts of things like that. So I find that book very powerful whenever I read it. Um, when I was at university, I read several times Moby Dick by Herman Melville, which is about a man who um, hunts for a, a, a whale, a famous whale, and he gets obsessed with this whale. And that's a really interesting book. Again, there's passages of it that are like scientific textbooks, just about whales and about hunting whales and what that's about. And then there are passages that are just like adventure stories. And then there are passages of people thinking um, really... Uh, obscure poetic thoughts about what it's like to be out of sea all day. So I really enjoy that book as well. I think I put those two at the top of my list. And um, and who is your favourite author? Again, a good question, and I'm not sure I know the answer. I think I. I let me give you two answers again. There's an American writer called James Salis, and I've bought all his books. He writes detective fiction. I don't think he's writing very much anymore, but if ever, if ever I see one that I haven't got, I'll buy it. Um, and I feel very comfortable reading him. He's not much of an adventure for me. I just enjoy reading him. I like the way he writes. I like the way he uses words. Um, I think I also would have to say a poet uh, and there's a poet called Gerard Manley Hopkins an English poet called Hopkins and he writes beautifully about nature and what it's like to be and that really is adventurous it's very exciting language what it's like to be in the English landscape those two I think probably and like like cause some students like reading during the night or like during the mornings well, but how about you when do you like to read um i like to read at any time i can read mostly when i go to bed that's i, I read for about half an hour before i go to sleep 
during the holidays, um, I would try and read all day. I'd, I'd read um, some non-fiction articles with my breakfast in the morning as well. So beginning and end of the day, if I've got nothing else to do, all day. <laughs> so like, lastly, do you think there's like a minimum time you should read regularly? It would be a short time almost every day. I think, yes, 10 minutes before you go to sleep is fine. And I know at the manor they have reading before lights out, and I think that's brilliant. And that, 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 again, I've done that with all my children, they all have to read before they go to bed. All grown up now, so I can't, I can't tell them. But, you know, when they were little, that's what we did. And I think that's, that's really important. 10 minutes before bed is the most important thing you can do. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, girls. I enjoyed that.